presented by the United States Armed Forces Radio Service. we present A Blade from Damascus, a drama based on a teaching from the greatest life ever lived. Through the streets of one town in northern Galilee, a young lad hurries eagerly as though searching for something or someone. Past the small crowded houses of the poor section of town he goes, and then his eyes light up as he spies the object of his search. And breaking into a run, he cries out, Jonathan! Jonathan, I've been looking for you. Where were you all day? Here, near the house. I didn't want to come over to your house today. I thought, well, with your father coming home, maybe you'd rather I weren't there. Why not? Well, I... Tell me, Daniel, didn't your father ever say anything? Why should he say anything? I mean about me. Maybe he wouldn't want someone dressed as poorly as me in your fine home. My father would never even think about it. I'm not so sure. My mother... Well, she says that older people think about things like that. But I tell you, it isn't so. Look, do you know why I'm here now? No. My father sent me here to look for you. He's brought you a gift, too. Me? Yes, I've told you. When he returns from a journey, he always brings gifts. For mother, for me, and this time one for you, too. That's why I want you to come back with me. I told him I wouldn't accept my gift unless we both got ours at the same time. Will you come with me? Well, if you want me to, sure. Well, then come on. Hurry. You found him. How do you do, Jonathan? How have you been? What? Very well, sir. And uh, did you have a good journey? Very fine, thank you. And now that you two friends are together, I can give you both your gifts. Jonathan, I brought you this gift not only because my son regards you as his best friend, but also because I think you're a fine lad. Here. Thank you, sir. Well, go on, Jonathan. Open it. I want to see you. Well, yes, of course. There. There it is. A pair of leather sandals. They're very fine, Jonathan. Yes, they are. I, I want to thank you very much. They're, they're quite nice. I'm glad you like them. And now, Daniel, for you. Something I found in the marketplace in Damascus. Something to be treasured very highly. Here, son. Oh, Zach. In a fine silver scabbard. Oh, it's wonderful, Father. It was the fine etching on the scabbard that attracted me to it. True, the blade is of finest Damascus steel, but this is not to be looked upon as a weapon of destruction, but as a fine piece of craftsmanship. It's to be admired, not used. Not used? At all? Not now. When you grow older, you'll be better capable of handling it carefully. Meanwhile, it remains here in the house at all times. Do you understand? Yes, 
Oh, it is beautiful, isn't it, Jonathan? Yes, it is. I, I wish I... Well, it, it's very nice. May I hold it for a moment? Why, of course. Here. I've, I've never seen anything like this. Never. Just, just look at the blade. The sharpness of it. The way it glints in the light. I think that more than anything, I'd, I'd like to have a fine dagger like this. And perhaps one day you will, Jonathan. Yes. One day, I guess. Here, Daniel. I have to go now. Well, Jonathan... Well, Father, you ran off. Why? He's a strange lad sometimes. I've noticed that. Have you? Jonathan's a fine friend, Father. Of course. It's just that he's a strange boy sometimes, that's all. But now we'll put the dagger and scabbard someplace where they can be seen without being too accessible. Don't forget what I told you. For the time being, you're not to use the dagger for anything. Yes, What did you say, Mother? You've been daydreaming again. What were you thinking of, son? Nothing. But you were. Was it the fine sandals Daniel's father brought back for you? Why, yes, it was very thoughtful of him to do that. You were needing another pair. Under so little money. Mother, is it wrong for us to want something we don't need when you're poor? First, you worry about the things you need. Then about the things you want. And I suppose it'll always be the same for us. For a time, maybe. But when you're older and can work or go into some business, then you'll be able to have the things you want. That's a long time, isn't it? No time is a long time. It all goes too quickly. It'll be years, though, won't it? Son, tell me. What is it you want so very much? Nothing. But there is something. It wouldn't do any good, so what's the use of telling me? I might like to know. Maybe there's a way. And if you tell There isn't any way. It's impossible, that's all. Impossible. Come in here at once. Yes, Father? Daniel, I didn't think you'd deliberately disobey me. I'm rather surprised to find out about it. Me? Disobey you? Son, I want to know what you've done with it. Done with what? I told you very firmly that it wasn't for your use till you were older and wise enough to handle it without danger. Now, where is it? Are you talking about the dagger? Yes, where is it? Well, there, resting in that niche in the wall where you put it. Oh, Daniel, that's the part I minded most of all. It was deceitful. Taking the blade and leaving the scabbard so that I wouldn't know it was gone. Oh, it's still there. I didn't touch it. I give you my word, Father. Well, see for yourself. Here, I'll get it. There. It is empty. The dagger's gone. Yes. Now, if you put it back, if you promise not to do this again, there'll be no punishment this time. Well, Father, I don't have it. I didn't even touch it. Why... What is it, son? Please, Father, don't ask me any more. Don't. Come here, son. 
I want you to tell me what's happened. I won't punish you. I... Well, I said I didn't touch the dagger. That's not true. I... I did. When? Today, earlier this afternoon. You just wanted to take another look at it, I suppose. Well, it wasn't my... I see. Now, if it wasn't your idea, whose idea was it? Jonathan? Yes, sir. But then I replaced the blade in the scabbard and put them both back up in that place. I give you my word on that. I think I understand what's happened here. Daniel. Yes, sir. You're to go down to Jonathan's house right now and talk to him. Tell him we understand that we only want the blade back. Will you do that? But maybe he didn't do it. I told you he's a strange lad. I've noticed it. As a matter of fact, it might be just as well if from now on you two didn't play together anymore. But Father... First, get the blade back. We'll talk about other things later. Yes, Sarah, please. I must know quickly. Is Jonathan here? Jonathan? Why, no. Hasn't he been at your house? Not since early this afternoon. I thought he might be home. But he didn't return. And I thought... Maybe something's happened to him. I... I don't know. If he isn't here, then... Maybe he's run away. Why should he run away? I... I don't know. I'd better go. No, wait. Daniel! I had to come here at once. There was something your son said. It seemed to mean trouble. Is he here? Yes, sir. Then I must talk to him. He won't talk to you. What is it? What do you two know about my son that makes you both act so strange? If something's happened to Jonathan, I have a right to know. He hasn't been injured in any way, has he? No. Thank God. And now, if you know, tell me. Well, I suppose I am the one who should tell you. Then please, before I imagine the worst. Sarah, it seems that beyond any question, your son has... has taken something that belongs to Daniel. Maybe Daniel meant it to him. But he didn't. Then Jonathan must have misunderstood. It must be a mistake. I'm afraid it isn't. You see, Jonathan heard me tell Daniel he was not to touch the dagger. What kind of dagger? A fine Damascus blade that was... Silver scabbard. Your son seemed to have admired it very much when I first showed it to him. He almost didn't want to hand it back. He admired it very much. Didn't want to give it up. Yes. Now I can understand. He said something to you about it? Yes, but I didn't know it at the time. He talked about wanting something very much. And never being able to get it. That's what he must have meant. And so... He might have... Not might have. Must have. Now, Sarah, don't cry. Tears won't be of any help now. But you can understand why Daniel couldn't see you. Yes. What shall we do now? At first, I thought the lad might have taken it home. But when Daniel returned and said he wasn't home, then I knew he ran off with the blade. And it's a very valuable object. So I shall have to go to the Abrahams. 
the town elder. But you'd be treating my son as a criminal if you complained against him. After all, the boy did steal a valuable object from my house. To make his guilt more positive, he ran off. I'm afraid I have no choice. I guess you're right. I'll go along with you. a bad boy, Abraham. He certainly was never brought up that way. My husband was never wealthy, but he was honest. You knew him. Of course I knew his honesty, Sarah. But still, we have some pretty definite facts to deal with here. We don't really know. True, the blade is missing. My son is missing. But can anyone say for sure that Jonathan took the blade? Pretty obvious, isn't it? This thing should be proved first, shouldn't it? I think that perhaps it has been proved. But Abraham, no one has seen Jonathan with the blade. I'm afraid someone has. Who? I have. But, but when? Earlier this afternoon, I was walking back to town after hearing the master teach. And just outside the town wall, I saw a boy cutting a thick branch from a tree. Then he began to peel the bark from it with a very fine knife. When I came close to him to admire the blade, he looked up and saw me and ran off, frightened. That boy was John. You really did take it, then. But I, I can't believe it. You stay out of this, son. Yes, sir. Well, Sarah, what do you think now? If my son has done this thing, he should be punished. He must learn. And I quite agree. Well, Abraham, it's your duty. What's to be done? I don't quite know. Boy, he's a... There's no other way. He'll be no son of mine again till he's punished and swears never to do such a thing again. I'll teach that boy. Wait till I get my hands on him. Just wait. Perhaps that's what we should do. Beat him? No, no, wait. Wait? For what? Till tempers and hurts cool down. Right now, you both seek to punish the boy, and you think that would even the score. But I'm thinking of the boy. Ah, I only wish I were wise enough to know what to do, but I'm not. So we shall get help from someone who will know. But you're the authority, the law here. Wisdom doesn't always go with authority. So I must seek wisdom elsewhere. I'm going back to speak to the master. Will all of you come with me? rather you didn't speak to the master, Abraham. It's the boy's future I'm thinking of. But to go to one like the master, to admit this shame to him. Perhaps you don't know him as well as you should, then. If you expect rebuke, you'll find none. But if you need help, there'll be a great deal of that. Surely even he can't countenance such criminal action without knowing there must be punishment for it. We shall see. Now, there. There's the master now. Come with me, all of you. Come. Master, forgive us if we interrupt your meditation and prayer. 
But we are all of us concerned with the young lad who has transgressed the law. As the town elder, the duty is mine to punish him. But something stays my hand. I feel I cannot do it. What shall be done with a lad who has taken what belonged to his best friend and run off with it? How shall I deal with him? Master, this boy who was accused before you, he's my son. I want him again as he was. Honest, decent, a good son. Tell me, Master, how can I have my son back as he was? Ye have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, that ye resist not evil. But whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. Master... Surely you haven't heard us correctly. We have talked of a boy who stole, not one who assaulted his friend. Simeon, please. It's you who haven't heard correctly. Master, I thank you for your words. They are the wisdom that I have sought. Abraham, what are you saying? Simeon is right. The words have no meaning for what's happened to my son. I understand. And I think Daniel will understand. That's all that's needed now. Master, I thank you once again. Now, come, Jim. Sarah, Daniel, come with me. Well, Abraham, now that we're back, I have a right to know what's going to happen. After all, it's your duty to protect the good people of this town. I think I can do that. You'll teach my son never to steal again. We can do that, too. How? That's what I want to know. You will. Daniel? Yes, sir. Daniel, do you want Jonathan back as your friend? I forbid it. Simeon, I was talking to your son. Now tell me, Daniel. Do you? Until this thing happened, he was a very good friend, sir. And I would want him back. If it's possible. It's only possible with your help. Oh, I'll do anything, sir. Anything you ask. See here, Abraham. If there's punishment to be meted out, you're the one to do it. You're shirking your duty. Punishment, eh? Well, what would you do to the boy, Simeon? I'd seize him and give him the sound cuffing he deserves. Am I right, Sarah? The boy must be taught. Is that the extent of your punishment? He might be held up before the whole town as an example. Uh, perhaps. Well, is there anything else? I, I don't know. Unless he were forced to go without food for a day or two. One day, not two. One day, then. I see. And uh, nothing else. That would be enough. I'm afraid you've disappointed Jonathan. Disappointed him? What do you mean? You don't know the most effective means of torture that's ever been invented. It's the imaginations of little boys. Why do you think he ran off when he saw me? Because he's already guilty in his own mind. Because he's already thought up more forms of punishment than either of you have been able to provide. So, if that's the best you can do, the matter resolves itself down to what Daniel and I think should be done. Now, lad, 
You and I will go into the next room and talk over this matter. Yes, sir. Well, sir? Now then, the first thing we have to do is get Jonathan to come back to town. That will be your job. Will you do it? Of course. You realize that he'll be angry, that he'll suspect you, and that he has the dagger. I hadn't thought of it that way. Is that going to stop you? No, sir. Good. Now, I'll tell you where to go outside the town to find Jonathan, and then what to do. my trusty Damascus blade, I shall drive the invaders from the land. I shall turn back the armies of Babylon and Greece and Rome. There, that's for you. And you are the white charger. I cut you down. There, <laughs> invade my land, will you? Jonathan. What? Jonathan. Daniel, what are you doing out here? I want to talk to you. Well, I don't want to talk to you. Oh, please don't run away. Wait. Stand where you are. All right, I won't move any closer. Now, if you have anything to say, say it. Jonathan, we've been good friends in the past. I want to go on being friends. If you want to. And if I don't? Surely you must. We've had so much fun together. You remember? Playing caravan and soldiers, being like the heroes of old. Didn't you have fun? That's for children, that kind of play. Oh, please, Jonathan. Would you come back with me? So they can punish me? Beat me? Call me thief? Is that what you want? Oh, no, please, you don't understand. I'm your friend. If you're really a friend of mine, you'll go back there. You'll tell them that you couldn't find me. That I was nowhere around here. What will you do after that? I don't know. Then why don't you let me help you? Why should you? I told you, we're friends. I... I stole your blade. You know that. Yes, I know. What will your father say? My mother, when she finds out. She's already found out. Oh. You're coming closer. I told you to stay back. No, wait. If you come another step closer, I'm going to have to do something I don't want to do, Daniel. I'm warning you now. All right, I'll wait right here. Now, look. If you're really my friend, go back. Tell them you couldn't find me. Tell them I run away. By the time you reach the town, I will have gone. If you're determined to go, there's something to be done first. What, what do you mean? May I come closer to no, you? No, I won't try any tricks. Oh, no? Then what have you got there? What are you hiding from me? Something I have for you. You'll let me come close enough to give it to you. Wait. All right. You can come closer. But I want you to know that if you try to stop me from running away, I'll have to... have to do something. And I have this dagger. Yes, I know. Well, can I come closer... All right. Well, what do you want? 
If you're going away, if you're not coming back to the town with me, then I want you to have this. What? What? Here, you take it. It's yours, Jonathan. Mine? You're giving it to me? That's the silver scabbard. Yes, Jonathan. Goes with a dagger. They belong together, don't they? Yes. Yes, they belong. They take it, Jonathan. Here, I, I want you to have it. You want me to have it? Even after I stole. <laughs> Please, Jonathan, please don't cry. Don't cry. It's yours if you want it. And I won't stop you from running away. But I'd rather you stayed if we were friends again. Would you... Would you come back with me? But only if you want to. Yes, Daniel. I want to be friends. I want to go back home. If they'll have me. One moment. One moment. You sent for me, Abraham. Yes, I sent for you. Sarah, your son is back. Oh, thank God for that. But now I have my duty. Where is he? Where? He's in there. But one moment before you go in to see him. I want you to know that he came back of his own will. That he's the sorriest, most penitent boy I have ever seen. And he ought to be. Now, Sarah, remember. The boy must not be made to suffer forever because of one moment of weakness. Some people think that justice consists only of punishment. But where punishment would have hardened him, kindness and understanding have won him back. Yes, Abraham. I can see that now. After all, he did come back voluntarily. Yes. And it was made possible only through kindness. So, Sarah, before you go in there to see your son, let me remind you of the Master's words. Ye have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, that ye resist not evil. But whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also.
You have been listening to A Blade from Damascus, another episode in the greatest story ever told from the greatest life ever lived. Greatest story ever told was the presentation of the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.